Hi, my name is Alex. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from abortion, sexual abuse, and pride. I did not grow up in a Christian home, but my neighbors took my siblings and I to church, so that's how I knew who Jesus was at a young age. For as long as I can remember, achieving and succeeding in everything I did was always a top priority. Achievement equaled attention from my parents, so that's what I focused on. When I was 14, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior and was baptized, but my understanding of the gospel at that time was that I had to try my absolute hardest to be as close to perfect in order for Jesus to love me and for the church to accept me. The pressure I put on myself to never mess up caused a lot of anxiety. By the time I was 16, I was tired of trying to be perfect, and I wanted to ditch the good girl act and try everything the church told me to stay away from. At 17, I entered into my first relationship where I found myself pregnant. I made the painful decision to have a chemical abortion. My abortion destroyed everything I believed about myself, and it created a barrier between me and God. It brought deep feelings of shame, guilt, and regret. Shortly after, I left for college to attend my dream school, the University of Florida. I thought, wow, God is giving me a second chance at life. I won't mess it up this time. That didn't happen. My college experience was filled with darkness. I numbed myself with alcohol, drugs, and inappropriate relationships. I cried out to God at night because I was too afraid to step into a church again. There was no way these people would accept me, and God was too disappointed in me to ever see me the same. After college, God led me to Dallas, where I attended a young adult's ministry at Watermark called The Porch. A faithful volunteer shared her story of abortion with me, and it was at that moment when I understood the gospel for the first time. However, freedom from my sin didn't come overnight. I was convinced that if I started sharing my story with other people, all they would see when they looked at me was a floating index card above my head that said, girl with abortion. I was paralyzed by what others would think of me. In January of 2019, God opened the door for me to go through an after-abortion care ministry called Someone Cares. As soon as I walked through the doors, I thought, wow, I'm not alone. The enemy told me I was the only woman in the world with this story, and turns out that was a lie. I'm going to be honest. Those 12 weeks were not easy. It was painful reliving the trauma of my abortion and walking through the many ways it impacted my life. One of the most important things I've learned about this healing process is simply to show up and keep showing up. God doesn't expect us to figure out the rest of our lives. In fact, he doesn't want us to. He wants us to be obedient in taking the next step he puts in our path. So week after week, I showed up, I cried, I cried some more, 
I trusted the leaders and community of women in the room. I shared my honest feelings. I mourned the loss of my child, a decision that I made, and I understood God's grace for the first time in my life. Did God's heart break when I made the decision to end my child's life? Yes, it did. However, when God sees me today, I know and believe he doesn't see my abortion. He sees me as his daughter who he created in his image. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for all of my sins, including my abortion. God healed my heart in a tremendous way, but little did I know he had a lot more work he wanted to do. It is normal to want difficult situations to end in a perfect bow, wrapped perfectly with no errors. I thought my life would look close to that after those three months, but it didn't. I felt a presence of steady sadness, and I believed I was clinically depressed. I went to a doctor and told him why I felt that way. He said, Alex, you are not clinically depressed. You are situationally depressed. You finally allowed God to open the Pandora's box to your childhood trauma, so it's normal that you're going to feel waves of sadness. I can give you medicine, but that will only be a band-aid to your symptoms, and you will wake up in 20 years and be the same person you are today. Or you can take this advice. Go to the program at Watermark called Regeneration and find a Christian counselor. I asked him, how did you know that I go to Watermark? He said, I didn't. What's funny about this is three years prior, my friend invited me to Regen, and I only went one night because I thought, yeah, those people have real problems, not me. God's voice was clear as day. Okay, I get it. You want me to go to Regen. And there I went to another recovery ministry. That year was one of the hardest yet best years of my life. God restored so many relationships in my life. He paved the way to help me make amends with people I hadn't spoken to in years. He gave me the courage to share my story with all three of my siblings. He tested my unhealthy desire for comfort by asking me to walk away from a man who wanted to marry me. And two weeks before I commenced, when I thought this time things would end in a perfect bow, I was sexually assaulted by a man from my past. In God's kindness, he quickly opened another door for me to walk through another recovery ministry at Watermark called Courageous Hope. I knew by this point, if God was asking me to do something, it was because he cares for me and he wants to heal the depths of my heart. It was in God's perfect timing that he revealed that incident was not isolated. There were other situations in my past that I had blocked out of my mind in order to survive. God taught me one of the most powerful things about him during that season. His character is unchanging. While there are horrific things happening in the world that we can't possibly reconcile in our brains, 
God remains the same. He is loving, forgiving, trustworthy, just, understanding, all-powerful, and this is what we ought to cling to. God is who we put our full trust and hope in. I finally understood there was no perfect bow on this side of heaven. The perfect bow is Jesus. After walking through these recovery ministries, I asked God, now what? It was time to start sharing the good news with others. As soon as I heard Watermark had written their own curriculum for an after-abortion care ministry, I knew I wanted to help. I couldn't believe it. The church I attend is not only preaching on stage about caring for women with a story of abortion, but they are following through with action and being the hands and feet of Jesus. As Christians, we cannot simply tell women, if you've had an abortion, God loves you, he forgives you, and then leave them on the curb to care for themselves. We as a body must care for one another in every struggle and sin. My time with Worth More, our after abortion care ministry, has been nothing short of miraculous. It is a privilege to have a front row seat to God healing hearts and changing lives. If abortion is part of your story, I want to share these words with you. To the 17-year-old girl who just saw her life flash before her eyes. Mom who has no idea how she will tell her kids. Newly married couple who thought it was the right thing to do. Grandma who has kept a 40-year secret. Single mom who didn't know how she would make ends meet. College freshman who is numbing her pain. Career woman who thought work would make it all go away. To the one who is hurting from the reality of ending your child's life, my heart breaks with yours. When God put it on my heart last year to share my story publicly online, I asked God, why? Why are you asking me to do this? Every time he showed me a picture of you. From afar, I have wept with you, mourned with you, prayed for you, hoped that you weren't alone, and wished that somehow you could see there was someone else out there in the world who understands your pain. The kindest message I can share with you tonight is Jesus died on the cross for all of your sins, including your abortion. You are welcome in his home. He forgives you. He loves you. And if you're hearing this right now, an abortion is part of your story. Wow. He is pursuing your heart. You are not invisible. He has seen you all along. Ephesians 2, 8-9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God not by works, so that no one can boast. This story is not a story about abortion. It's a story about God's grace. To him be all the glory.